Oh, hey, you must have stumbled upon the best podcast ever, Those Beat Podcast, with me, uh, Adam, uh, Pete, yep, and Rob. Yo. Enjoy. Hey, thanks for tuning into the Speak Podcast. I'm sure yet again, a returning listener as you all are. It's probably like your 5,000th episode by now. Because you listen to each like 250 times? <laughs> but we're uh, we're at Books and Brews, and for the first time ever, a uh, telecommuter is part of the group this evening. What? Yeah, telecommuter. Ad- he- Adam Adam Raber of, of Adam's Apple Games. I was going to say either that Hello, or... Hello, thanks or, for having me. Hey! Say either that or the telemarketer with the worst luck in the world. Are you in the cloud? <laughs> yeah, I'm <Yeah>. automated. <laughs> All right, so Adam is the the founder of Adam's Apple Games. He was featured in one of our very few, very famous YouTube videos from a, a Gen Con interview of Bruin USA. Award winning, award winning. <laughs> Adam, can you can you tell us a little bit about uh, maybe an affinity for beer or why it is you uh, put together Brew in USA? Brew in USA, you know, it, it, that was like a passion project for me. I, you know, I've always been a gamer, but marrying up beer and in uh, games just you know just came to life. One day I was driving home from work, thought it would be cool to have a bottle cap as a component in a game, and and the rest took life. Um, you know, kind of a hobbyist home brewer as well, and and uh, it's just. Yeah, it, it was a ton of fun finally engaging with all those breweries and all, the, all that stuff. So you had to reach out, I assume, and ask permission to use their beer? Yeah, I reached out to uh, over 500 breweries in the end. <laughs> and I noticed... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I would say it, it, was, it was a fair bit of work, but you know, it was awesome to see that uh, the ones that did, uh, that were excited about it and, and resonated with the idea, um, they were super cool and fun to work with. But the other ones, they're just dead to you. Never again, never well, you know, I'm, I wasn't established in, in the industry, so it, it's totally fair. Like, hey, you're going to take my brand and do well with it? Um, I don't think so, you know? But if, if they were gamers, they're like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, we noticed there's one Indiana beer. Well, one in the new one. We've seen oh. Sun King so far. Absolutely. Sun King was a must. Definitely. We, we usually think so, too. <laughs> when you're brewing at home, are you, uh, are you doing it five, five gallons at a time, or are you... Do you have a big, uh, big homebrew system with the the propane and whatnot, or or what kind of homebrewing uh, do you do? Good question. Um, I I have aspirations to get a you know a, like a ten gallon system going, um, maybe like a three tiered keg system going, or whatever. But I uh, I'm currently still doing five gallons at a time, um, and just just find enough time to squeak a few in every year. But I love it. You know, I, they, they they they're getting better every time, and you know, it's just fun to toy and tinker. How did you? How did you actually get into to gaming? I mean, you know, obviously, beer is is kind of uh, the main reason for for the interview. That's kind of what got us together. But we're we're gamers ourselves, so from that angle of it, yeah. What, what got you into into designing your own games? Designing games is a, is a different story. I mean, you know, I've been a gamer my whole life. The, the game design thing I had this idea to uh, to make an app, and I'm like, oh, that's got to be pretty easy, right? turns out that is extremely hard uh and and you have to you know learn all these things and then if the app is a game you have to learn the game design side of it as well so you might as well end up copying someone and then it's going to be crap um so i figured out that it would be a lot easier and i'd get a lot quicker feedback and you know like there's, there's this physicality about a board game and that's kind of how i got into uh designing board games and brew, brew in usa was actually like 
like my second design literally. And I just kept, you know, kept tweaking it, kept improving it. And, uh, it came to life. Well, I don't know how much, um, how much we're permitted to divulge about the uh, super secret prototype that uh, we've got our hands on here, but it seems that your your sequel, Tap Room Takeover, I guess, kind of what was the the motivation behind that? Was Brewing USA wildly successful, or did you not, um, you know, did you like how it turned out, or did you want to change some things, or why the sequel? Yeah. Or do you um, consider it a sequel well, to begin with? <laughs> Yeah, it's I you know I, I guess it's 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 a standalone game, but it has it's going to have cards that are compatible with oh. the original Bruin USA, and I think that that's kind of just a nod to you know people that love the um, the beer industry and and love seeing more and more brewery cards in the game. I think like I'll see people walk up to the table and say, "Oh, this is cool," and then. And then and then it'll click, and they'll say, "Wow, these are real breweries." And then they start looking and trying to find what beer they've tried from them, or who they haven't tried, and what's on the wish list. So that was kind of the the core foundation of if I'm going to touch Brewing USA again, there's got to be beer cards in it, and it's got to be uh, the same or so darn similar uh, to you know to the current kind of kind of iconic look to them. I would say the reason for actually looking at an expansion versus, or sorry, a standalone game versus something like an expansion was um, Brewing USA actually touched a a like a, a medium weight market, and I see myself as a as a you know board game publisher um, targeting a little bit on the lighter side of things. And so when that thing went out to to, to Kickstarter backers and um, you know Gen Con uh, supporters, you know it, it resonated pretty well. But at the same time, like I didn't see people playing it at a tap room as much as I thought I would, and you know it just it, it's pretty meaty and it's a little bit of a learning curve. To it, and so I wanted to really uh, make something a little bit lighter, but that still had a little, little bit of strategy and uh, you know interesting decisions involved into it. And that, that's kind of uh, how you know how we got the, the seed inspiration for Taproom Takeover. We can we can talk freely about it too. I, I will just say that it is still in flux, and it could change a little bit. And we had actually kind of kind of dis- discussed that earlier that it seemed like it was a, a pretty good almost like an entry-level version not to t- you know i mean not to take anything away but it, it almost seemed like it was a good kind of entry level to uh, brew in usa that that it was a little bit more simplified obviously it travels a lot easier so it, that that was kind of interesting to us was you know almost use it as a springboard hey if you like this one we've got another product that's the same kind of the same thing but a little bit more involved a little bit more advanced uh, so that was that was pretty interesting to us cool well I mean that's what I was going for you know, I I think the you know user experience is something I keep focusing on as like a product developer and you know Bruin USA like you got a hand of cards and you also want to be drinking a beer. Right, and there are bottle caps Always. on the table, and those bottle caps are an awesome, awesome component, and they look so cool. But at the same time, they they're a little bit fiddly when you're drinking a beer. You know, <laughs> I wanted something with a lot of open information, you know, hands off the component, and in, in, a, in a turn order that just flowed and it just went around and around and around. And so on your turn, you do like one or two things, and that's all you do the whole game. But it still progresses, and it still evolves, and it still has those interesting decisions baked in. We found it playable, getting into it, kind of, you know, learning the brakes, having a good time. Where are you at in the process? Um, you mentioned it may change. So, I mean, how far away are you thinking release may, in theory, be? 
Yeah, my my goal is to actually release this one at Gen Con this Gen year. Con. Um, we'll, 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 yeah, right. We'll see if that happens um, because that means that it's got to get to the to the printing press in about I don't know a month month and a half from here. So the you know the the timer kind of has started. And in terms of like where where it could go and you know and change, I, I think I'm just finessing some of those actions uh, on the beer taps. So, you know, is, is, is a beer tap more overpowered than the other one? Um, <laughs> I've been using then, the heck out you know, of them. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and they're fun too, right? Like, yeah, But, but I, I want to know, is there one in particular that you use more than the other, and, and should I balance that a little bit? And then looking at, you know, another you know piece of feedback that I've been getting from people is, should there be an engine-building uh, aspect to this game? And so as I play the game, my... my um, my abilities get stronger, and I'm able to do more things in each turn. And I feel like I, you know, you know, more powerful as I go. And and that is that that is a you know a great feeling, but it's also a you know, like a, it's a, it's a tricky thing to balance it in a game design because you need to make sure that it doesn't get too out, out overpowered and snowball. Well, and and kind of the idea that uh, you know, especially for for what it sounds like, the idea behind this game was you know you you go to a brewery like we're at now, you sit down at a table, you know, you can rip through it, you can have some drinks, have a good time. Yeah, the the problem yeah. is even if the game only lasts, you know. 20, 25 minutes, whatever it might be. Me personally, the games that I always dislike the most are the ones where you've lost in the first three turns, you already know it, but by God, you've got to finish the game, you know? And and it seems like to me exactly that could be a problem because, you know, it, it, the engine building, if, if one guy gets so exponentially, you know, ahead of the rest, you're pretty much just going through the motions at that point. Right. So it's a careful balance between finding, if you're going to go into building, in my opinion, like a kind of a good analogy for this game that I give is if people are familiar with the game Splendor, that game has um, a very similar turn sequence where, you know, on your turn, you take uh, two or three chips or you spin chips to grab a card. And it just goes around and around and around. But as you, then to get a card, those cards will help you buy more cards in the future. And so there, there's a way that you can do it, but I, I think, you know, it, it's, it's a little bit specific for each game, and so I'm just kind of evaluating that um, idea right now, and do I want to bake that in or not? Is it already complicated enough? Does it already deliver on the right kind of things I want it to deliver on? What did you guys, I'm just curious, because, you know, we're kind of uh, uh, talking talking about your experience in the game. What what, what did you guys think in terms of um, fun factor? Did you have fun? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, got, we got about... Uh... Like I said, I think we each of us made a beer. Gotcha. Yeah, so we were that, uh, but it, we're, again, we're intending to play it afterwards. But um, well, and we and we spent a fair amount of time. You know, it's it's one of those that all of us kind of like to understand the rules as opposed to getting in and kind of figuring out as we go. And of course, the the nice thing was, you know, with uh, with it in its current form, that doesn't take a lot. Is it? It's it's pretty simple. It's pretty intuitive. So, it, and that was one of the things that that. Personally, I kind of appreciated because there's nothing worse than, you know, getting a new game and all the pieces look great and the board's fantastic and you get that new game smell when you open the box and then you sit down with a cup of coffee and your reading glasses for three hours to make your way through the rule book, you know. <laughs> and then you put it in a closet oh and you never God. play it again. You and me both. Yeah. So, you and me both. Now, like I said, I, just speaking for me, I like the fact that the once you got started, the play was very intuitive, um, that there there weren't a lot of mechanics. You know, there, there were enough to keep things interesting, to keep things moving. But like I said, it didn't become 
like looking through Supreme Court precedent to try and figure out, okay, well, he does this, but he wants to do this, and this guy over there wants to do something else, and how do these interact, and who goes first, and what? Absolutely, and I, I will, I guess I'll save that question um, for more detail after you guys have a, have a full player or a full player <laughs> two in you um, to really pick your brain more on that. But to be to be perfectly clear, I gave uh, Rob P. and Adam a blind playtest copy, so they had not seen the game before, they had not seen the rules, and this is a way to really test is, is it written in a way that it's understandable? Are the components used in a way that are intuitive enough to learn it the first time you play? Granted, you guys have the background of playing Bruin Yosei, so you have a little bit of an advantage. Um, but and we're smart. But provide a little context about what we're talking about. Varying levels of, of gaming experience or background here, I think that was definitely a benefit to be able to read through the instructions once, go through it as a group, and 15 minutes later we've got cards on the table. That's not to say we haven't referred to the rules a couple times, but we literally brought it to one of our local microbreweries, set it on the table, and said, well, let's let's figure it out. We've got 20 minutes before we're talking to the man himself, so let's, let's uh, try and get it figured out. And then um, the tap abilities, cool. too, are like really like we didn't get too far into the different beer taps but the abilities are very varied and they do seem like it can like because i was trying to figure out just in that first few like should i save this back should i use it because i had one that was um count if you have one of each change it to two of each i was like that seems like something i should save and just keep going for a while with that ability yeah Yeah, interesting this is this is one to me that that seems interesting in that the beauty is in the simplicity that you know once we kind of get everything truly kind of dog down on how to how to do a playthrough and whatever kind of you know you, you always do a couple rounds to familiarize yourself but that's when i think it'll be interesting to see kind of real strategy you know all of the tap abilities and all that stuff and how those interact you know is it is it more important to one of the game mechanics is how you bring new tap handles onto the board is it more important to do that first or is it more important to fill the ones you've got or that's that's kind of what i'm looking for looking forward to to kind of finding out because again the base mechanics i think get out of the way and allow you to play with that a lot and that's what i want your feedback on so that'll be a great little um you know uh, connection point later so, Adam, where uh, where is home for you? Oh, I'm from Indiana. Great question. Home is home is Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. That would explain, I think, <laughs> some of the uh, Minneapolis-based uh, breweries. What's going on in Minneapolis? How's, how's the craft beer scene, and what are you liking out there? Good question. Craft beer scene is pretty incredible. What am I liking out here? It, it seems like there's at least two to three new breweries opening every year. We have now two, probably, I don't know, I, I would I'd call them top-tier sour breweries and uh, I've, I've really uh, started taking a liking to, to sours. So one of them's called wild, wild minds. Okay. And man, the other one I'm blanking on right now, I just got to click keyboard something, but can, uh, <laughs> continue. Well, we've, um, we've had uh, an offering from indeed from a bottle share lately. Have you ever, have you ever ventured to indeed or had any of their product? You know, it indeed very good. What, uh, do you remember what kind uh, what kind of, uh, beer was? It was a strawberry something, a strawberry sour. Beyond that, I don't know. I think uh, it was kind of interesting what was tossed out there, I think, by one of our fellow podcasters was it almost reminded him of a sour Arbor Mist. So that was that was kind of an entertaining uh, comment. But in general, it seemed to be a pretty well-composed beer. I didn't know if if sour was kind of their go-to or, or what they what their day-in and day-out looks like. Yeah, they're 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 uh you know infusions and all over the place. They they do some pretty niche stuff and um but pretty pretty high quality as well. 
Uh, I did want to give a, a, a shout out quick to the second sour, um, top tier sour brewery here. It's called Bear State. Super good. But if you guys are interested in a beer here, I'd love to bring a bottle down from Minneapolis. I could surprise you with something cool if you let me know what you're interested in. Uh, if, if you're going to Gen Con this year, well, yeah, of course we'll all be we there. Are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's every year. <laughs> do you already have your okay. uh, your booth space? I don't have my booth space yet, but I, I do have a booth. What else have you got going on coming up? Kickstarting? What's what's exciting? Yeah, what is exciting? I I have a game on the um, right on the Kickstarter docket uh, right now. Um, probably launching mid to late February called Sword Crafters. And my my quick little joke on this one is, uh, you know, if I'm going to make a game, I, I I need to be able to hold the subject matter in my hand. And so a beer I can hold in my hand. I've done a food truck game now with that in my hand, like a like a you know a, a taco or a burrito or something. And this one is a sword, so I can now I hold a sword in my hand as well. Yeah, if he just uh, watched and, the uh, video and we saw you building a sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swordcrafters is this is a unique little game um, where you literally hold you hold a sword as you play. It's a three D. Uh, it, it goes from a two D gameplay, and then you assemble uh, the, your sword into a you know to a three D structure as you play it. Man, what isn't cool about holding the sword as you're playing a game? So I think it's gonna, you know, I think it's gonna splash. It's pretty innovative and it's again pretty simple and elegant gameplay. Can I smite my enemies? Yeah, you can smite your enemies. Well, it, it, I'm um, sorry, but could, be careful though. Could the general public smite their Adam? Our Adam, it couldn't smite anyone. That's a physical impossibility. <laughs> but could like the general populace smite their enemies? I have smote so many, you don't even know. <laughs> there, Theoretically, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Zero apocalypse. You're going to bring Chris with you this year. Is he a new addition? I see him on your website. Chris, Chris has been on board um, pretty much the entire time, varying levels of contributions. But he's he's picking it up more and more as we go. And you know, he's, he's a family man, so um, we grew up together in the same hometown. But he's he's excited about the the same stuff. He's excited about game design. He's excited about uh, board game publishing. Um, it's just really, I think, finding a way to integrate him and use his talents. He's a talented guy. Well, does he drink beer or is he a square? He so okay. So he 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 was a square, <laughs> um, but since uh, jumping on board, he has now opened his eyes to beer. He doesn't drink it all the time, but he 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 likes whenever I'm off. See, and that's that's usually better than the response we get because Pete will ask those types of questions, and you'll get kind of that like stutter step in. Well, he um. You know, it turns out he's a recovering alcoholic, so he really doesn't drink beer anymore. So it, that went a lot Fair better enough. than it could have. Well, yeah, that's what I suppose it is presumptuous. That question. You know, and, it, and that's, I mean, that, that's something like, I know we're on a beer podcast, or we're on a beer podcast right now, but, and that, that's kind of the subject matter, but that, I mean, that's something that, like, I, I have learned to, you know, be uh, very sensitive about, you know, it, it's, it's a, it, it's a serious, you know, it's a serious subject to a large extent of the U.S., so I think that's, oh, yeah. that's good to keep in mind, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In the future, obviously, like, are you going to be trying to add expansions for different beers? Like, is, are you going to have, like, state packs? Are you going to try to add, like, multiple more beers? Or is it just kind of like going from game to game? Multiple more beers. So I, I'm officially now sold out of the original Brewing USA. And so if the original Brewing USA wants to come to life again, I need to hit the reprint, reprint button on it. And the problem with it, is, the problem with that is I, I license breweries for two years. Okay. And so it's been two years since, uh, you know, the original printing. And so um, now I kind of have the decision point, do I want to go and get go and get all those beers that were in breweries that were in it in the first place and do that again? Or do I want to open my mind to new breweries? And so I think that is a cool opportunity to 
bring new breweries on board. Yeah. Um, and if people like the, the beer cards and collecting those beer cards, you know, like having that as a, you know, a separate, you know, really cheap um, pickup if they want. So that's, that's one way that I think more breweries are going to come to life and more, you know, extension of the Brewing USA brand is going to happen. I, I, I definitely see um, if continues to, you know, sell at the market. Um, I think craft beer is obviously very hot. And I, I will confidently say that Brewing USA does craft beer the best in the board, in the board game hobby right now in terms of, you know, representing um, the industry uh, and, and the enthusiasm in the industry. And so I do see that potentially continuing to grow. I think expansions could be, you know, in my in the future. Um, and then, you know, kind of pie in the sky dream. Would it, man, would this be cool? I would love to work with one of the big dogs and say, we're going to do a Bruin USA version with all your beers included in this version of the game. Yeah, and just right. have them pay for it, buy it for their employees, whatever, you know? Yeah, that'd be really cool. Kind of like just a gift, like, hey, you guys have done this. Uh, yeah, because that could almost become a collector thing, too, especially if you're really into their product. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it could be like a, such a cool like Christmas gift to all their employees. I mean, they could stock it in, you know, in their, their gift shop kind of thing. So, it, I mean, it's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, craft beer is big business, right? Like, it's definitely an affordable, kind of a cool little idea. So, I've not started pitching that idea yet. I want to make sure that I, you know, kind of hit the ground running on this taproom takeover first, and then start to look for, you know, what's next in the in the world of uh, Ruin USA. We didn't want to take up too much of your evening. We appreciate you being on with us. Um, any, uh, I, I asked you my my hard hitting question. You know, what's what's going on? What's exciting in life? Where uh, where can people normally find your products if it's not at uh gen count gen count um good yeah good one i i uh so proud to announce that adam's apple games is now distributed into the hobby board game industry so you can go into your friendly local game store and ask for Bruin usa or truck off and uh they they should have those products if they don't they'll be able to order them now, granted Keep in mind, Bruno say is sold out, so that might take a, a few months. But it, it, you know, the wheels are in motion. So, and then Amazon.com, obviously, and AdamsAppleGames.com is my homepage as well. Great, we we really appreciate the time. Thanks yeah. for coming on yeah. with us, yeah. and we uh, we look forward to playing more and uh, seeing you. Thanks at Gen so Con. much for having me. Yes, yes. Let me know if you want to do a beer swap. I think that can be arranged. Oh, yeah, uh, we have plenty of good beer here in Indiana we can send back home with you. So, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. I'd love to bring some down. Excellent. Yeah, we'll set it up. We'll have a uh, have a good evening, and we'll, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you again. Have a good evening, too. Enjoy the rest of your game and uh, the brewery. Thanks again to Adam. What? <laughs> Thanks again to Adam Rayberg for uh, for being on the show with us. That's Adam's Apple Games. Find him on the, the internet. The best Adam we've had on this show ever. By far. What? <laughs> there are children present, sir, and we have had bingo. We have had bingo. Adam Schick on the show, formerly oh. of uh, Triton and Central State, and oh, yeah. you know, also a pretty good Adam. So he I, beards better than you. Well, I see him, in the, I see him in the ranking. I'm Mainly because he actually beards. I'm still nah. number one in the ranking, right? Like you're number one in, in nothing. No it, one's hearts. No one's anything. I mean, whatever. that might have been a bit much. No, I mean, that's, that's, do we have beer? So what we do have is uh, we're out at sadness. we're out of books and brews. Oh, we are Zionsville. Yes, the Zionsville location owned by uh, our buddy Jay Money. Jay Money, owned or operated? not owned, operated, general managed by our buddy Jay Money. He's going to go places. Well, he is, especially with this hop and bingo crowd they've got here, and a sweet new menu that we featured last time. But this time, Justin hooked us up with a sweet new beer. What a what do we did. got? It is a barrel 
to arms, which is, of course, a play on a farewell to arms. Bye. One of. Yeah. Why? I should know this. You should. But you're kind of dumb. It's not so you Wells. probably don't. It's not Wells. Nowhere, anywhere close to Wells. It's Nothing like Wells. Orville. What is that? <laughs> What's an Orville? <laughs> what? Are you talking about that new Seth MacFarlane show? Oh, no. That's called Space Patrol. How about I just give it to you? Because you're not good. No, you don't know this. I, it's going to bother me, though. That's fine. You don't know this. What else did he do? Well, it's bothering you, but For right For whom the bell tolls. Right now, it's annoying everyone who's Old listening. Old man in the sea. Just say Edgar Allan Poe. It's not right, but that's, that's what you're right. thinking. All right, just tell me. I should know. Ernest Hemingway. Uh, yeah. A farewell to arms. Ernest Hemingway. E-H. Eh. So, uh, it is a bourbon barrel aged Scottish style ale. I have absolutely no idea what the particulars are, except that I know that it tastes really good and it's high octane. I can see the beginning of the words from here. You can see the beginning. I can't leave. Would you? That far. Hey, do me a favor. Drink the beer. What? Whatever. Beer. Whatever keeps you from speaking. He's drinking it. I am not yet. I will drink it when I am ready. He's approaching it to drink. I'm, stop it. Let me have this. He has it. <laughs> it's so close. He wants to do it. Oh, oh! It's touching his lips. It's caressing his gross yellow-like teeth. What is? What is growing in your mouth? Ew! Oh, it's a fungus. <laughs> have you met my mushroom? <laughs> Uh, no, moving on. What, uh, what what does that taste like? Give us some beer. Oh, God. The beer, not the mushroom. Yeah, you're like eight drinks in. Come on, bro. That's two. Um, I can definitely taste the alcohol, so it's a little bit stronger taste. There is almost a... I get a lot of bitterness at the end. Could you, um, th- could you expound upon that a little, if you could? I don't know if you can or not. Bitterness on the end? Thick? Yeah. No I, no, I mean expound a little bit upon the, the bitterness. Do you have words other than bitter? I don't know if bitterness is the right word, but there's something on the end that just lingers. I don't, I don't, we had this problem on another episode, and I don't know that expound is the right word. Explain. Ah. Expand would, would so, work, but I'm going to check that out. I get like a, a malty, like a chocolate ice cream type do, thing yeah, at the end. like I almost get a... But I don't know that I'd call that bitter. I'll call it cacao. Cacao. Why chocolate? I guess technically it would work. Aha. Expound Expand? to oh. present and explain a theory or idea systematically and in detail. Oh, so step one. Uh, yeah, no, that's good. You okay. did good work. Thanks. I'm not sure that I'm getting So the thing that interests me is the, the barrel aging here. And this is very strange. You often don't see this in a Scottish ale, but um, the barrel aging here almost comes off as almost like a coconut to me. There's almost like a coconut taste to it. You've got, you've definitely got malt. You've got the sweetness. You've got some vanilla. Racist. Strangely enough, I, I, again, you've got the coconut and almost like hints. Of, it is going to be weird. Hints of banana, almost. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting just a little bit of that. I'm not really getting a whole lot of bitter off the back. Well, I don't get bitter, but I'm getting a slightly, um, slightly boozy up front. To me, it finishes like. I mean, it's boozy. There's no question. It finishes like chocolate ice cream to me. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe bitter is not the right word. Maybe that is chocolate I'm looking for. This is like rapidly shot its way up to one of my favorites here. I'm going to order it a barrel of it. But Do you want to go look at the words real fast and run back? No, no. I would I encourage other people to get here and get a barrel to arms and quick. Yeah, because I'm definitely going to be having more than one of these tonight. I'm going to be probably having this one, and then I'll figure it out later, because that's what I'm going to do. So you should get here, like they said, because who knows? Because the night's just getting crazy. Are I you mean, turning me off? It's not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've just, I, I deserve that now. I, I'm, I'm sorry. 
Fortunately for Adam, I'm not close enough to the mixer to actually shut him off like I normally am. Consequence of having, you know, guess. Rob, would you like to learn how to utilize the mixer? I'm in control. I sure would. I am Where's, what's the thing? What do I? Uh, do I <laughs> is it this? Is so, that the thing? Do I just? That would be one of the things. So you find the number one, and you unplug it. Yeah. Hey. See, the difference is, I actually know who's plugged into what slot. Hey, that's, that's I. You know the slots. That's and some there. somebody bingoed. What? Bingo. It's exciting times. If you're into the bingos, they do the bingos here. They also Wednesday. do open mic night on Tuesday. Stuff going on. Live music on Freesia. On Freesia? Or Friday. Um, so at some point, should we say. probably like oh, rate this? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. We it was just... Okay. We, we were getting there. Somebody bingoed. You got to... You got real recognized real. I get it. Respect the bingo. Props. I got it. I understand. But at this point... There's only one more bingo left. Adam, rate... rate oh, God. Dead with the drink. And the pondering. And now the pandering. I'm not a panda. I can mate on my own. I would give it a... That pandas can't mate on... Wait, pandas can't mate How did they do it in the wild? They don't. Like, they actually... Like, it's really difficult to mate pandas. That's one of the reasons they are endangered. So they actually have to, like, do panda-like mating programs. Well, and, and I think also that, living almost exclusively on bamboo that doesn't actually grow where they live. That's and, a problem. And think, all the people who kill them? Well, I, mean, I think I, they're called hunters. Well, I mean, yeah. And, and I think so they're hard to breed in captivity. And no, think, we understand that you're wrong. And I think you need a pan of fluffers that have to go in there and like, because they have fur. So it's harder to fluff. Adam. What? Rate the beer. I was getting there, but I had to give some background. <laughs> your background <laughs> on your panda fluffing experience. Now that we know that, you panda fluffing SOB. I don't do it. I've applied. He has, <laughs> he has people for that. I've sent them demo tapes. <laughs> Turns out such pandas are just like, that's weird. The beer. Sorry, I was just lost. You thought. were dreaming I'm, I'm of fluffing. Sure. Um, <laughs> right, the beer. Uh, for me, I'm going to give it a half solid. Um, I do like it, but it's not something I oh, see myself yeah. personally getting a whole mug of. Um, it's a little bit too strong for me. Oh, he's just a little guy. I, I, I am. I mean, I'm kind of tired from fluffing. Um, so, like, right now, I probably Plus, just if it's over 8%, you can't get a whole mug of it. It's against company policy. Ooh. What, our company? No, their company. Our the company <laughs> who brews. So we don't a- have a company. Companies involve, like, money. We we will accept your money though. I have Informant a will. LLC. I mean, I have, do that. I have a money. I would doubt that. So you call my bluff. Half solid because you suck. Uh, half solid because like I mean it is good though. I appreciate it. There is, it's very complex. Um, trying to figure out what's on my mouth is interesting. Don't bring your personal life to the radio. Surprise, it's a panda. Where you at, Rob? It's stuff though. Um. So actually, I okay. So here here's what I'm going to do. I am going to give this one and three quarter solids. <laughs> Because it's not it's not quite double solid, but it's just damn good beer. Damn good beer. What it reminds me of is the main monkey business from Deviate without the coffee component. You get that much banana? I do. I, I don't I I'm not sure that I should. I, I do. I get that like banana, that coconut type. It it again, it's not a one to one comparison. Because if if it was, then it would be a double solid because the main monkey business is just awesome. Yeah, like you said, this one is um, if you don't mind a strong beer, if you like the Scottish style ales, this one is a must try. This uh, this for Scottish, this probably makes my top five. And I'm just I'm going to say this: books and brews. This to me seems to deviate from kind of what they normally do. This one to me is a hard hitter. I double solid. Please are here. I enjoy the the heck out of this because are you within 500 feet of a school. This could be a Ew. problem. <laughs> that does count, yes. I'm not teaching them things. Quit it. What? So it's super Somebody unique. Knows. Quit it. Okay. It's super unique. 
there are i would say main monkey business has a has a similar flavor profile so i wouldn't say that i've not had anything that's like it but this to me stands out because i've said it 800 times but i swear it's like boozy chocolate ice cream i think that's oh, fun. i didn't know that's what you thought of that they didn't just dip a toe in the water on the barrel aging they went whole hog the scotch ale they took the style whole and panda we're gonna use that from now on they they we're not we're really not they played within the realm shut up they played within the realm of the style, but they made it their own, and I respect the heck out of it. For the record, no panda. There, there will be none panda. Because they're extinct now? Do you like sure. Kanye? West? Yes. No. He has a song no, where he says... No, the other Kanye. Oh. He has a song where he says panda repeatedly, and you know how annoying he and that song are? Panda, panda, panda. As much as me? Yeah. We're getting there. But he's running for president, so... Allegedly. Allegedly. I repeated back what you said. What are we doing now? I don't What's know. going on? Why, um, why, why is any of this happening? I'm curious. Where, where did you I hope know, this would go? I know you are. <laughs> the bathroom stall doesn't lie. That is fact. Uh, Calm uh, down. We're not at the truck stop. Is that why that hole's there? Um, I don't see this going anywhere good, but nope. the thing is, we got like 10 more minutes. What can we fill it with? I mean, we're each drinking different don't, beers, aren't we? What? Why? Why? Hey, Why did you? Hey, there's I, a there's a Tesla in space now. The Mars car? Well, it's not at Mars yet. Can it be a Mars car if it hasn't Marsed yet? It'll be in the Mars in the future, and is time relative? It, well, it hasn't been cleared to go to Mars yet. It has to do maneuvers, and the DOD has to then say, "Okay, take her to Mars." I don't like the Dodd. Why? I'm on a list. Like the department or the Chris? <laughs> the Department like, of which? Defense. <laughs> I mean, we can review what else we're drinking. Oh, I, I'm not I, drinking anything. I else. really thought we were going to talk Tesla. Oh, uh, I would like to, but I don't know enough about it because I'm dumb. That's true. I think he invented coils. Yeah, he's he that did guy. not invent coils. He, he used coils for new and exciting purposes, but coils had been around a day or two before Nikola Tesla came along. Well, he also tried uh, speaking to the dead and aliens. You mean Elon Musk? Em. What beer do you have? You have a lager that is also new to Books and Brews. That was the smartest thing you've said all day. The Liberty. It's a lager. And what you are you cannot, doing? He's the trying local Liberty? He's trying to read the chalkboard to learn I, more I, about the beer. I did just read it. It's the local Liberty. Tell us about it. Well, um, it tastes like Liberty, for one, and Freedom, and it's a lager. And you can only get it locally. That's really weird when you know someone with that name. I'm just throwing that out there. Freedom? No. Liberty? Liberty. Or is it Victory, and I've screwed up? It's victory, isn't I it? I think there's both. Well, then, weird. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I mean, people have names. I've so, also met in America. F, yeah? No. Well, so what are your thoughts on it? Because Rob, well, Rob had a sample, but... Uh, Do you need more in your mouth? You can have mine in your mouth. He's taking it. What? Look, we had a guest. We had a good thing going. Oh, sorry. Quit making it creepy. What did you do? Sorry. Don't know what to do. Well, talk talk about the beers we're at, but since you're drinking, and Rob, where are you at on this beer? Hey, it's um, pretty good. Uh, it, it's interesting because um, said it's a, a lager. Yes. It's a little bit more assertive than I would have assumed. Um, it's It's got a little bit more hops to it. Um, that's pretty interesting, almost. Um, 13. It, it's weird for lager because it's almost got kind of that West Coast flavor to it, kind California of a, a little bit of um, a little bit of that piney taste. Not, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as to say that it's like resinous, but uh, the finish is is what interests me. It's got uh, 
very kind of malty, bready finish to it that's pretty interesting. I guess you would know it's a lager if you're drinking it. But there's I probably it's, wouldn't. It's got more well, it's, you wouldn't. It's, it's got it's got a lot of flavor and actually a really good amount of body for a lager. Well, I think I there's mean, a nice grain profile in it. It's not oh my god. I hate we don't hate on on macro here. He's I hated, promise. He's hated no. it, isn't he? So it's a. Um, they donated water to different countries. Okay, it's an, because it's an amped up. The, the Super Bowl told me this at a commercial. It's a, and they're like, we we you didn't watch the big game because we're not allowed to say super anything. Otherwise, the NFL will sue the piss out of us. I watched a sp- random sporting event. And you didn't watch any sporting event. I was actually playing Warcraft, but I looked up a game. <laughs> God, I hate you. I'm so angry. However, that I will up. say, normally I don't give one single solitary day but i congratulations to philly because at this point anybody but new england anyone but new england did you guys see that weird oh my god no tom no we're talking beer he's doing the talking beer beer but the weird we're talking beer talking about beer we're a beer show we're a beer podcast we're talking about beer things it's like an amped up bud light oh we're talking about games i mean so you know it's you know it's a lager yeah you get that but bud light I'm sorry, Budweiser. Did I say Bud? Anyway, but so you've got, you've got. They're that's why I, for your, they're clapping for you. That's why I say you know it's a lager. It has those characteristics, but you have grain, you have malt, you have some body. It's subtle malt, but this this to me is, and I say a lot of beers are kind of like this. This is a nice if you know someone who has some uh, craft beer curiosity. Maybe ease them in this way and say, hey, you know, you make they it sound less creepy. No, they don't have they don't have Bud here, but here, try the Liberty Lager. You might enjoy it, and I think it's a. a I mean, step. just a toe in the water. You don't want to go full panda fluffer. No, no, no one. You, can't, you just can't. You got to build. You can't right. just walk into that. You, job. you, you just I mean, can't do it. I mean, that's probably why I didn't get it. I just tried too fast. Panda, 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 and hard. Editing note for myself later. Here was my thought process. Every time Adam says the word panda. I'm going to throw in the Kanye West song where it goes, panda, panda, panda. But it's like, he's never going to hear it. It's not going to annoy him. It's just going to annoy me to do it. And now I've lost. I win? Yes. And you, you in fact, win. Take this with you the rest of your life and never, ever do it again. Full pandas? Panda, panda, panda. You've said it again. Don't, don't the zoos object? Like, how often have you had to get bailed out? Do you have to have a degree in this? No. To no to which. <laughs> the zoos can't see stuff at night. Because if you dress like one, and it's like, oh, look. It's some... Ah, I'm not going to do this. I don't need to do this. You've already I, done I appreciate that. <laughs> I really do I, appreciate that. I've done stuff that. like this before. Thank I mean, you for nobody, saving all of us Yeah, I mean, nobody really cares. Time. It's just me rambling, and it probably gets edited anyway. But do the polar bears know? Because I thought you spent most of your time making crime with panda bears. Or polar bears. Polar crap, bears. crap. See, yeah, if I, mean, I mess this up just now, you must mess it up when you're interacting with them. I mean, we don't have that relationship. With ours your is, panda pillow talk? I mean, ours ours are crimes. Like, that's what we go do when it comes to, like, spreading diversity and stuff. I choose pandas. I don't want to ask you more questions. I don't know what questions. any of that was. Because they're black and white. Uh, it's Michael Jackson's favorite band. This is the crap that gets edited out. This right here. Oh. No, you've gone as far as you can go. Okay. We're now at the point in I time. I was done. I no, said no, I no, was no, done. No, 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 so good that I think by comparison, even a pretty good beer pales a little bit. So 
I'd give it a solid. It's it's worth your time. Again, it's it's interesting for what it is. It's got. It almost strikes me. It's obviously it's not an IPA. It's not anywhere close to an IPA. But it's got those West Coast hints to it in the hops that really interest me. And then it kind of transitions again into a really really kind of like bready cereal finish. So I'm not sure. Here's kind of here's kind of my problem. For a lager, I don't know that it would make a good utility beer. I don't. I don't know. That <laughs> you can't it mow the yard. You can't mow the yard. I don't know that it would be I'm, mowing the lawn. I'd beer. mow in this beer. I don't. I well, that's because you're just odd. Listen, of of all the beers that you've called lawnmower beers, something like seventy five percent of them are not. You're just funny. There, I didn't something say wrong it's a lawnmower beer. I said I would mow lawn with this beer. It wouldn't necessarily which, be my go to, which it, makes it a lawnmower beer. You would use this beer to mow your lawn, as in like lower your grass. Yes, this beer exclusively would trim my grass. How? Science. I mean, I guess if you pour out enough of it, the grass stops growing. It's not technically mowing your lawn, but it is killing your lawn. My urine does that. I'm a... See a doctor. I put it... See a doctor immediately. I put it at a solid, but if the price... price Sometimes it is. Ew. If the price was right, I'd find a spot for this in my fridge, and it would be entirely... If I got to get your fridge. If I got to get together with people who are just like, no, all I drink is Bud, which is fine. I have some Bud. I have some Miller. I keep those things on hand. But you would trick them. I wouldn't trick them. No, this would be one. Hey, if you wanted to, because we're not into peer pressure here at the Speak Podcast, I would say if you wanted to try a local craft beer, suck on this. That's how I introduce it. If you want to try craft beer, suck on this. But that's not peer pressure. No, because it was a question. If you want to try, please suck on this. Do you have to turn a police in there? Why are you making it weird? I'm not making it weird. I'm just trying to help you get it sucked on. <laughs> <laughs> and we've we've arrived at the point Check where we and mate. Yay. We go ahead and run the Adam outro and what? Oh, um, I have things to say. Hold on. Shout out to the Hopped Up Network and yeah. a uh, a note from our competitor. Have you ever sat down at a local craft brewery and wondered how they got started? What the owner or head brewer is like? What kind of culture they have there? Or what you should have to eat or drink? Behind the Hops is a podcast that answers those questions and tells the stories of the people and events that bring us the delicious potables that we all love. Check out Behind the Hops on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find your podcasts, and get a closer look at the people that bring us some of the best beverages we've ever had. All right, there we are. I mean, now. Competitor. Well, we we called out Scott at WNY Brews because that jerk's in New York. What do they know about beer out there? Probably nothing. Probably nothing. Probably nothing, Scott. That's right. Roll out true. You just got done listening to the Speak Podcast with Rob, Adam, and Pete. Look us up on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook. Send us an email at thespeakpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Blogger. We are on Untapped. Please look us up, rate us, review us. Good night.